0: Welcome to C3 Podcast. This is your host Ricky Joe, and I welcome you listeners to this episode on the C3 Podcast. If you haven't listened to the relapse episode part 1, I highly suggest you go and listen to that before tuning in to this episode. Now, as a disclaimer, I would like to warn everyone that There are going to be some trigger warnings. And I pray that you have the peace of God with you. And that he protects you from any type of anxiety that the enemy may try to bring upon you because of this episode. But I also want to pray that Holy Spirit will be with you to discern through this for it may help you or someone you may know that is going through a similar situation. Now, after I had confessed first to the recovery church, my husband and I were attending about my one-night stand with Matt, who is considered my affair partner. They offered me support and guidance into confessing in a safe environment with my husband about the affair, in which they did. Of course, there was an angry reaction to my confession, which is 100% valid. And I put the sole responsibility, the blame on me just based on a few factors of I've been in recovery the longest, I was warned against my fleshly desires towards Matt. And also, you know, it may or may not um, be a factor for many people, but for me, because I was several years older than Matt, Therefore, I should have been a mature one to have denied um, the connection and chemistry between me and Matt. Now, immediately, contact was all broken off or has been broken off between me and Matt that night. My husband and I decided that we needed to fix our marriage for in my husband's perspective that he had shared with me that he feels that there was something that was lacking in our marriage that had driven me towards Matt and for me I just felt that it was kind of the end of our marriage because of the fact that it went so far so the next day after um holy spirit had prompted me to share with my husband to call our head pastor or to and to also contact a couple people that my husband was really connected to or having a connection with um through our new home church now Mind you, Matt was the one who had invited us to our new home church, and it was that church that has completely welcomed me and my family with open arms and has been very lovingly since then. Now. While my husband was very reserved, wanted to withdraw from pretty much every single place that Matt has come into contact with, Holy Spirit was urging me to do what we need to do to start the path of healing for more than anything, me and my husband, more than just me and my family. My children are still too young to understand what has happened. Now, for me, I've made contact with not only the recovery leaders and accountability partners I've made out here in our new state, but also have reached to all of my accountability partners plus my God-given family back in California. I told them what has happened ask that they just pray for what at that time I felt that I didn't deserve any compassion any encouragement any support or any um, sympathy towards me I felt that should all go towards my husband because he needed it more than ever now my our head pastor, me and my husband's head pastor had asked that we come in a couple days later for a private meeting and counsel to figure out what's going on and what has happened, you know, get to the full details. So we met up with our pastor a couple days later after I have you know revealed about the affair. We were sitting in the Um, office with our head pastor and after my husband had um, explained first what has happened and then I gave some clarity about certain details and this is the part where it's where I have made my disclaimer earlier in the episode where our head pastor looks at both of us and says I genuinely And politely want to tell you guys this, but Matt has groomed you. And my head pastor looked at me and I said, I'm sorry, what? Even my husband was pretty shocked by the choice of words. And it might be because of living in California for so long that certain words do not just fly out without so much... um, I guess I want to say hesitancy, but our head pastor clarified again. He says, Matt groomed you into having this affair. And I I think this is why this episode has taken so long to be recorded and published, just based because for me personally, I have been traumatized by a lot of people in my life both um, physically and sexually and for that to happen to me by another man who not only claims he's a Christian but just on so many levels the fact that he used Love as a way to draw me to him. Now to clarify of how he used love. Basically, as me and my husband start to disconnect from one another. And it just felt like there was just something being like a wedge, like pushing further between us, the more that Matt was luring me with comfort, with quote unquote good deeds of like trying to like offer help and being very attentive towards me and even to where he held me in his arms to comfort me when I was having an emotional moment. Matt was even the one that had declared he loved me. And I thought he was joking. So when I asked him what he had said, he looked at me with this face of genuine charm and affection and said he had loved me or that he loved me. So being that our head pastor was telling me that this guy who claimed he loved me and had also told me he would be there for me if anything were to happen between me and my husband. And I'll get into more further details about that. It crushed me. So much that there was even moments where I believed I deserved all that pain that fell upon me basically because I was tricked and manipulated into having an affair with somebody who only wanted to fulfill their own needs basically. It angered and enraged my husband to hear that someone he thought he could trust had nearly destroyed our family due to, of course, sin, which is warned against so much in the Bible, especially with sexual immorality or just sexual sin in general. So for the last several months, basically, behind the scenes of C3 Podcast and even my own personal account that ties me to a lot of loved ones. Nobody really, or not nobody, only few selected people understood what was truly going on with me and my family. And... I want to say this journey of healing is still going on. Now, some of you might think this has got to be the last layer, though, right? Of this relapse, you know? As mentioned in my um, recovery onion effect episode, even this episode... It's just another layer. I nearly forgot that there is a little bit more meat to how both me and my husband has figured out about why we were having discord between one another. It was maybe within a few months after the affair that both me and my husband, were very, I don't want to say curious or inquisitive, but basically we want to get down to the bottom, the core of figuring out people's intentions or what was the reason for certain things. And... After emotions have stabilized a bit, there was a little bit of reconciliation between me and my husband, we were able to actually pinpoint a couple key events before and during the connection between me and Matt now I'm not trying to underwhelm the sin of my adultery with Matt but the fact that it didn't just automatically happen there was just something that was going on in between and among all that that led up to the affair itself one of them that me and my husband had um, discussed about was actually how Matt would compliment about me to my husband about cert, uh, like a certain feature about me. And there was even one time where they were having discussions about relationships and the boundaries with other people's relationships as well. Romantic-wise, I should clarify. And how Matt had technically challenged my husband. Basically by asking, what if I took your wife from you? What would you do? And I know some of you are like, whoa, that should have been a red flag right there. And after... The affair has happened. Both me and my husband have realized, yes, that should have been a red flag automatically. And some of you might be curious about my husband's response. And my husband's response was, as every man should. Basically, when there is another man that wants to try to take something that God has blessed you with that you've worked for and invested your time and energy into that. Basically my husband point blank told Matt, if he did anything to take me away from him, my husband, that he would have, well, you know, (laughs) um, um, Of course, Matt tried to play it off as, nah, I respect you and your wife's marriage too much. I was just joking and blah, blah, blah. And there was even another event that I refer to my husband as the trash can incident. Basically, there was one day where Matt was at our house My husband was trying to enjoy his day off. I was getting overwhelmed with our new puppy, taking care of the kids, trying to, you know, be the hostess of the home and take care of these two adult men. And all I had asked my husband to do was, can you please take out the trash? And at first my husband said, yeah, I'll get to it. Ten minutes go by and, you know, the trash is starting to get overfilled i'm trying to maintain the house you know dishes cooking trying to feed the children while they're whining and complaining and all that and i asked my husband again hey can you please take out the trash like i really need you to take out trash yeah i'll get to it. you know that's what my husband has said so as it starts to get overfilled stuff starts to fall out and there's, like, a huge mess. And I had to run to the bathroom really bad. You know, I come back. My husband is, like, super upset that I didn't just take out the trash bag out of the trash can or at least I should have took in it. And we had a huge blowout, basically, that day where my husband had to leave with Matt to go cool off. And when they came back, my husband started to accuse me of intentionally overfilling the trash can and causing this huge mess. And basically, I was trying to just be petty. And I tried to explain to him that day that the trash can incident happened that that was not my touches at all. I was already trying to deal with so much and all I had wanted him to do was just take out the trash and I would have left him alone. Now, after the affair happened and me and my husband sat down, we were talking about certain things, he revealed to me that when I wasn't paying attention and my husband was just trying to enjoy his day off while hanging out with Matt, Matt was basically whispering in his ear about how My husband's the man. He should be able to relax. And uh, it's just. It could have been easy as for me. To just take out the trash myself. And. As I was like overfilling. And not paying attention to the trash. And as it made a huge mess. Matt. Was the one. That caused discord. Between me and my husband. About the trash can. Saying that. I was the one who did it on purpose. Now, of course, once me and my husband realized what had truly happened, what was one of the factors that caused the discord and dispute between me and him to disconnect, it really started to come clear that. Matt truly did target me to groom me into the affair. And even, like, my husband had, you know, mentioned to me, like, you know, I noticed how he would look at you. I thought that he just was just paying attention to you when you would talk to him or whatever. But... Now I look back on it, I should have realized that those were red flags as well. Sometimes, for me personally, I look back on a lot of those events. And even I, myself, had a lot of distraction and dismayed. Or not dismayed, but just dismissed those red flags because personally, you don't really think someone is after you or targeting you for such any reason until after it's happened. So for my purpose with this episode is that if someone's trying to warn you, even if Holy Spirit is trying to warn you that you need to keep someone at a distance I hope that you heed that warning.